is another episode of the Backstage Sports Podcast. I'm Joe Connor. I am JT Harker, and if you're in Southern California and in the country world, you absolutely know his voice from the morning show on K-Frog. Before that, another giant country station that will go unnamed. And you <laughs> probably also know his face because he is a huge supporter of local country artists like myself and bands and the amazing country bars and venues that have kept musicians like me and Joe busy all these years. Yeah. He also is the go-to guy to host country events and shows throughout the region. Florida native, giant Florida Gator fan. He's about 6'4", 230 pounds of pure, unadulterated muscle and enjoys mm. long walks on the beach. And a girl once told me that he has a medium to large size dingling. <laughs> He's one of my best buds in the country music world and has been a giant supporter of my career, Mr. David Buginski. Yeah, welcome in. Let's do it. That's an intro. Yeah, it is. That, that's one of the best intros we've ever had. Easily. Uh, me, medium, medium, to, medium to large size what? Dingling. Yeah. Peck, that's your, a scientific peck, term. Your penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I can't say you're not accurate. Hey, man. <laughs> I figured medium to large, it lands somewhere in that in that region. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll accept those adjectives. Good to uh, good to be with both of you. Good to see both of your faces. I miss you both. Guys. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. You know, it's been a long time because of COVID-19. Yeah. Miss the hell out of you, man. So, listen. Yeah. First thing I wanted to ask you is um, you're a Florida native, which I'm assuming means you're born and raised. Is that true in Florida? Yeah. No, 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 military brat. So I've, I've lived everywhere. Florida gotcha. just has always been home base, you know, like wherever gotcha. we, we always end up back in Florida. So. Yeah. Okay. And was it just being that was the main home base? Is that how you became a Gator fan or was it a family thing? I actually worked for the Florida Gators for oh, wow. uh, right out of college for like four or five years. Wow. Were you in charge of rounding up the girls for the players? That's no, a serious job, though. Uh, Tim Tebow's virginity. So I had to make sure <laughs> that he... Never. <laughs> I was there. I was there during the fun years. I was there during the Tebow years. I was there during the, the basketball run where they had two championships. With yeah. Wow. And wow. Yeah, I watched. I watched all those teams very carefully. Actually, both the football. I watched the, the Joe Kim Noah team. I didn't watch it much of them after that. Yeah, no, well, the, those no, teams there, because there was no need. There to. was there was nothing to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people don't know that's where Jason Williams went. For, to go to college before the NBA, but he had some problem where he didn't finish the season and then just entered the draft instead of going back. But he played there. I remember, um, I mean, Joe Kim Noah, Al Horford, Al Horford, yeah, uh, Jeff, Jeff Green. Um, mm -hmm. who, was the, who was the guy, the little white dude that was an All-American, and he went there, and he had problems too, and I think he had to leave the college, and we never heard from him again. You know what I'm talking about, the little white point guard? Was it Lee Lee Humphreys or no, Chandler Parsons? No, oh, I remember. remember Chandler Parsons too. No, his name this is gonna bug the crap out of me too. He was a baller. I was a baller. Yeah, I think he, he shot a, he shot threes like nobody. Shot nobody threes like, yeah, dude, this dude averaged like forty a game his senior year yeah, in high school, and wow. he was like he went nice Europe, I believe. I think he played, he played in, uh, basketball in Europe. That would make sense. Anyway, um, but how did you get? And you've told me this story before. But um, how did you end up on the West Coast, and how did you get into radio? Uh, just, a, just a road trip, got laid off in Florida, and then came out here and uh, um, just worked my butt off. 
that's that's it. I just took one job after the other, kind of like I, I did the typical LA thing, where you yeah. You, yeah. you just get to know as many people as possible and and smile and be nice, and hopefully somebody hires you. And that's how I got into country radio. So did, was it this a decision that you were like, man, I, this is what I want to do, or did you just did it just kind of happen? You took advantage of an opportunity. No, I, I liked. I've always been a country music fan, but stagecoach. Stagecoach. Went one year. <laughs> Went one year. I saw a radio station. I was like, I'm going to work there. And sure enough, I think eight months later, I was hired. Oh, Boom. that's dope. This Boom. is like yeah. this is like some visualization shit. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of visuals at Stagecoach that will inspire anybody to get a job. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. That of is one hundred percent a fact. Yeah. Although I was with a girl at the time that we played it, so I didn't notice any of that stuff. That's true. That's true. And neither did you guys you. did play Stagecoach. Yeah. yeah. And and Joe didn't notice it either because it was, was czar. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't no. notice anything. Never saw anybody. Yeah. Nothing. So. <laughs> Obviously, you're you're a Florida guy, um, not necessarily a Dolphins fan. You root for the the Bucks, right? And mm. Joe, I mean, you you kind of I shouldn't say you root for him, but you're kind of in support of the Bucks. Now, Joe sure. and I were on a little bit different ends of the spectrum. He had the Bucks not quite doing as well. I had them doing about as well, but I also had them winning the division, which they did not do. But um, how do you feel? How did you feel when you saw the Tom Brady news of him going there? And how did the season and where, what they're doing right now compare to kind of your expectations? Oh, I thought their season would be a little bit better. I think they ended, what, 11 and 5? Yeah. Yes. Um, and they, interesting enough, they're, now they're playing the Saints and they've gotten, they were beat by the Saints. Yeah. Twice in our season, Big. I think. I think game one was a loss to the Saints. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And that one was understandable for me because it's, it's new. Everything's new. Barely a preseason. The second one, when it was, that was one of the most anticipated games of the season. It was. It may have, yeah. it may have been the most. Yeah. It may have been the biggest anticipated game of the season because they were both kicking ass and they got smoked. They got smoked. Yeah. Smoked. They lost by over 30 points. It was yeah, crazy. The, the second one was 38-3. It was crazy. That's right. And most yeah. anticipated, not, not just because, you know, they're, they're both kick-ass teams, but you're talking about two quarterbacks that are old right. AF. You know? Right. <laughs> and they're, and they're, they're better than all the younger guys, except for Patrick Mahomes and yeah. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Maybe. But, I mean, these two guys are in their 40s. I think Drew Brees is 41. Tom Brady's, God, who cares? He's so Drew, beautiful. I think Drew Brees just turned, just had a birthday. So, I think he just turned 42. <laughs> I think. Wow. 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 Is he retiring? I think this might be his last go. I yeah. think he is. He's 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 pulling the Brett Favre vibes though, where like some he's retiring depending on who asked, or like he might pull a he might like give his retirement thing and then pull it back, you know? So who That's knows? The difference, the difference there is is uh Drew Brees actually likes spending time with his family. You know, <laughs> yeah. talking to any woman on the sideline. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's, that, that's got to be a hard thing, man. Like, you're, you're in one of the greatest careers a man could ever ask for. And oh, sure. you've you lived your dream and brought a Super Bowl to a team that had just been ravished by Katrina. You're an, a giant hero in that area and a giant hero in the sport. And you've got to, like, really hang it up. Yeah. Like really decide that you're done. Yeah. That's that's got to be tough. I'm sure he, I could see him being an analyst. I'm sure he'd be great at it. But it's I, just I think it's gonna depend on how far that they get this year. I think like if they if they get waxed this weekend, right, or 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 they make it to the 
the Super Bowl, I think like if they make it to the Super Bowl, he's probably gonna go like, all right, I want to do this again. You know? Yeah, especially yeah. if they lose. It's interesting because we talked last week and we talked about our picks. I completely forgot about the Saints. Completely oh, really? forgot about the Saints when I I picked they the Seahawks. Been on the radar the whole season. Yeah. What's that? They've been uh, they've been on the radar the whole season. A lot of people haven't even them and the Packers. A lot yeah. of people them haven't even them and the Packers. Yeah, because it's the Chiefs, it's the Bucks. Uh, I know Cleveland was even being considered for a little bit, which they surprised yeah. everybody. Yeah, the uh, the Saints are an interesting one too because they not only still have a, gr- a great offense, but they out of all the big offensive teams, they have the best defense. So they shouldn't have been under the radar at all. But I think the NFC, the NFC was just kind of under the radar. Like all the talk all year was about the Ravens early and then the Chiefs, and then the Steelers, and then how the Steelers were collapsing, and then yeah. how the – like all the, all the storyline, the Titans, all the storylines were these AFC teams. And oh, yeah, the Titans lost too, didn't they? Yeah. They lost. Oh, they but, lost. Yeah. But well, I think also the issue was Drew Brees went out, and then Taysom Hill came in, and they were still winning, but, like, people weren't talking about them as much because right. I guess everybody just kind of assumed, like, they were just going to go in a tank, but they didn't. They just kept right. winning. Right. How That's bad, interesting. How bad do the rest of the Saints players want Drew Brees to retire and see this new guy come in because he's a stud? Yeah. Yeah, it, I, I haven't really watched a lot of him other than when he's played with Brees when they kind of spot play him. But I, yeah. I, didn't really get, I should have watched some of those games where he was starting. But um, yeah, I mean, he was cool. He he did his job. He was he was kind of like it's funny we were talking about Tim Tebow. He was kind of like a Tim Tebow to me, even though yeah, he man. I wouldn't disrespect him. Like he can throw he can throw much better than Tim Tebow. But he he did give me like Tim Tebow vibes. You know what I mean? Where he was just like doing. He was just he's just a football player. Like he just right. kind of he kind of built like a full black fullback, but he can pass a little bit. He can run a little bit. You know. So yeah, I don't know if I can picture him as a starting quarterback in the NFL. I mean, neither. And I sure he as hell can't. He something else to say to you about that. And he's a well, little I bit bigger. He, I don't know if I know well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that to his – I wouldn't say that to his face. I just, yeah. This is why we have a podcast, so we can talk shit on the air. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm looking all right. at – what's his stats? Oh, he's, he's only 6'2". I thought he was much taller. He's only 220. Oh, yeah. he's short as he, – He runs he, like he's 6'5". He's yeah. like a midget. He's like a midget. But he's stocky. He's super stocky. Six six two two thirty. It's he's small. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one more question. Urban Meyer to the NFL. There's talk about oh. that, and you obviously experienced a lot of Urban Meyer. He brought all that success to that football program. Um, what do you think about how he'd do in the league? Where's he going, Jaguars? They're talking he... about several teams being interested. Yeah, there. He's gonna be oh. doing some interviews. He might even be embryoing my Eagles. I thought he I thought he was done because of his health and his his family was really concerned because he had a lot of health problems. Um, you know, obviously he saw great success with college, the Gators, and then Ohio stole him from us, and we hated that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would I would love to see him coaching again, but I mean, again, if his health is an issue, he, he better be careful. Uh, right. NFL seems to be more stressful than college. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. throw us your Super Bowl picks. Real quick, David. No, don't, don't. We're not gonna do don't that do yet. That. Don't yeah. do that. Whatever no. you do, don't. Right before we get you out of here, we're gonna get we're gonna get your pick. All right, Joe. What you oh, got yeah. for us? Yeah. So before we get to the picks, uh, Tampa wins. A, we were just talking about um, you know, Tampa and Brady. So it's a perfect little segue here. Tampa wins a close game versus Washington. Um, what was your take on that game? My, the I'll tell you, real quick up front. 
I the first thing I tweeted was this no way this game should should have been this close. Um and it makes me concerned for them this week coming up versus the Saints because they lost in my mind in my mind they lost to a Washington team with no name that was a playing a backup that B was only there only in that game only literally physically in the game because the week before the Eagles completely forfeited the game and and Doug Peterson handed them uh, a playoff berth on a silver platter so that uh, then watching the game and seeing how close the game was like seven to three or something for like the first half of the 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 game so watching it and then seeing how they they were in, in my mind they were supposed to wipe Washington off the field and it didn't happen uh so yeah, well, what's your take on not that a good team. <laughs> um, no. yeah, it, was, it was surprising uh to see how much the Buccaneers struggled but you got to think they're still even though they played the whole season together uh, this is their first time in the playoffs in some in a while. And yeah. a, a, a lot of these guys, it's their first time too. There's a lot of pressure because people expect them to go to the Super Bowl. Right. They expect them to win it all. They have the team to do it. For crying out loud, Gronkowski came out of retirement to be on the team. Yeah. So yeah. and you have the yeah. you have the goat. You got to yeah. win. So there, yeah. there was a lot of pressure. So I could understand why they struggled. I think this next game is going to be more interesting. Yeah, I hate to I hate to do it, but definitely pick the Saints to beat them. Just because yeah. I, I do think Drew Brees is done. He's a hungrier. They definitely have a better running back with Kamara. Yeah, um, and he's unstoppable. And I, I think it's gonna be very close. But I think the Saints are gonna beat the Bucks. Yeah, that's that'd be my pick. Too. Yeah, if I if I had to bet money, I'm rooting for the Bucks. If I had to bet money, I'd bet on the Saints. Um, and it's tough though. It's the NFL. Game one, Tom game Brady one. Sexy. Tom Brady's hot as fuck. AF, hot as hot as AF. Um, but you know, game one between those two teams was was lopsided. But there, there's all sorts of reasons why that's understandable. Game two, where you'd expect it to be closer, yeah, was really bad. Now the advantage both teams have, but but definitely the Bucks. They've seen them twice now, right? Yeah. and now they've right. got to prepare for it. It's the NFL. Games are usually close in the playoffs, so you just never know. Yeah. Um, well, and- Joe said it better. The, I mean, the, the Saints have, I think, a far better defense and a better offensive line. And that's, yeah. It, it, yeah. Unless Tom Brady, I mean, pulls off a miracle. Uh, you know, he always says he doesn't have sex with his wife before the games because he wants all that testosterone. Maybe he <laughs> should change his – you know, and yeah, maybe just on, go right? full blast before this game. Switch it up. Try something new. Maybe he just and needs to go down the middle and just go Pornhub. So it's not the full thing. <laughs> or but Chatterbait. It's, it's some know. sort of emotional and yeah. mental release. Yeah, that or Chatterbait, either one. Yeah. But, yeah um, what's Chatterbait, Joe? I, no clue. Never heard of it. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I, I actually, I actually, friendly station. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I actually don't know what it is. I just keep seeing it whenever I go to Pornhub. Oh, okay. There it goes. Just, you know, just ad sales. That's all. Wait, That's what's it. Pornhub? Sponsor us. It's Pornhub. Sponsor us. Yeah. Never heard of that either. But yeah, yeah. but, but, but we'll see. I mean, we've seen crazier things happen. I mean, we've had, this yeah, time. we've talked about Tom Brady a lot and, Listen, he can get it done. If they have the right scheme, the defense shows up and the offense is ready to go, he can do it. Yeah. It's, it wouldn't shock me if he got it done. It, yeah, and to your point, it wouldn't shock me at all if they won this game. I'm just looking at, you know, 
the the wins that they got down the stretch, the, the teams that they played down the stretch, and then looking at how they looked against a terrible winner of the the mo- the worst division in maybe the history of football. You know yeah, what I mean? So sure, yeah. it for just sure. didn't look good to but, me. And I'm like, uh, well, they, this, they, they they're do, not going to – if they play like this against the Saints, they'll lose again 38-3. to Yeah, but they do have the one major, major common denominator between uh, the teams that Tom Brady has struggled against, which is that really, really strong front four. Yeah. Which the Saints, you know, are good, but they don't have that strong of a front four. So, the, I mean, the offensive line is going to have to show up. But if they can protect them – It'll be a close game. If they're yeah. rushing them all day, it won't be for sure. Because they did a, cannot, they did a good job. They did a good job protecting them against Washington. Um, so that was that was a, an impressive thing that I saw. And he he did a, a really good job of that's the one thing that he still has. He still has really good happy feet in the pocket, where like his footwork in the pocket is still like second to none. Um, but it's you know, just slow. It, it's just it, it's, it's just slow. Excellent. But it's still it's still good enough to keep him upright He's if they do it together. Years old. Yeah, that part too. He's forty three years old and he was slow in junior high school. So yeah. you know. But 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 now he has lost. That's interesting too. And keep this in mind, I've been gambling every week on DraftKings and I haven't won a single dollar. Not a single dollar. <laughs> and so I'm I'm gonna put money on the, the Saints and their players uh, in favor of any Buccaneers players. So that's probably a good sign the Buccaneers are gonna win. Yeah. But Tom Brady, knowing that he lost twice this season, and he's done this his whole career, he gets angry. There's no stopping him. Yeah. When he gets motivated, he can do some incredible things. Which yeah. That's gonna. That's the game I'm looking forward to. To me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's the. That's, yeah, that's, that's going to be a prime. That's going to prime up game. Um, we got to talk about this other debacle that happened, uh, called the Steelers and the Browns game. The <laughs> Steelers got absolutely waxed by. The, the Browns, who they were talking shit on just the week before, Juju Smith comes out and says the Browns are still the Browns. And, uh, you know, they have, you know, the normal animosity between those two. Um, but I didn't expect this. Like, I didn't expect it to go down how it went down. Um, what was your take on what happened with the Steelers? Now, here's the thing, too. The, the first thing that I, that I thought about was like, hey, I've, been, I've personally been telling you guys, that the Steelers were the most fraudulent 11-0 undefeated team that I've seen in a long time. And the Steelers fans jumped in the comments and tried to take my head off. And this is exactly why I said what I said. Yeah, well, I didn't Hel- watch. Helty was hiking the ball like he was watching Chatterbait. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't watch the game, but – I know the score. It was, it was the terrible. The score actually wasn't that bad, but I no, know- no, no. The the end. It was one of those. It was one of those blowouts where like the 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 ending score did not tell the story of the game. Right. Like it wasn't as the close. ending it, score screwed up everybody on DraftKings. That's it what had they to. Did. Right. It had to because it was. The, it ended forty-eight to thirty-seven. Right. But they were they were down twenty-eight to nothing at the at halftime. Yeah. Like the game was over. It was just a lot of because they've been. Threw for 500 yards total for yeah. the game. It was empty, empty calories. Like the game, the game was over at halftime. The yeah. crazy thing about that game, especially with the Browns, is that they smoked the Browns earlier in the year. Yeah, that was one of the biggest lopsided wins of the entire season in the whole league. Like yeah. they smoked them. Yeah. So you would think that at the very least they'd get by them, but near, as the season went on, they just slowly, slowly, slowly fell apart. I mean, you heard Mike yeah. Tomlin say it. He's like, we died on the vine 
Like yeah. it was just a slow, slow, slow death. And then they end up getting beat by a team that they've historically dominated. Well, everybody's historically dominated the Browns for a very long time. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, a, it's, it's unfortunate to see, but the Browns are on their way up and the Steelers have an older Ben Roethlisberger. They might have to look for a new quarterback because they've got talent. They got talent, but they got a lot of things that they got to work on. They had zero run game. I think they said Ben, ben threw the ball 48 times or something like that. It's just like and, – and it's this. these are things that we talked about earlier in the season when you're watching them. Not only was it a competition thing where you're looking, you're like, they're just getting fat off the, the hog. They're, they, they're not playing anybody. They're not beating any quality teams. And then on top of that, they, you, didn't, you didn't really see a good run game. They didn't really have balance. Um, the defense was shaky at times. Um, and it was just like, this is not, this is not a, a, the 11 and 0 type of team, the undefeated type of team that you could confidently be like, Oh yeah, they'll be, they'll be in a Super Bowl. So I just thought, well, I thought a lot of their season was empty calories. And, and I, I saw this coming. This, this didn't surprise me at all. It, it's interesting because it's still very hard to go 11 and 0 in the fo- in the national football league. And the Ravens for a minute looked like, they were not going to be what we expected them to be, which they kind of still weren't, but they are in the playoffs and they just won a game. Yeah. And the Titans were in as well, and they did beat the Titans. So, I mean, they had some good wins, and you can only play the teams in front of you. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so for me, I was like, look, Mike Tomlin, Ben Roethlisberger, they got talent on offense, and they've been overall a strong defense. So was I super hyped on the Steelers? No, but I thought, you know, I definitely thought it wouldn't – again, it wouldn't have surprised me if they went and beat anybody. But yeah. – um, and now – I don't feel like that about the Browns. Like, I don't feel like they're going to beat anybody else, but I would have felt that way if the Steelers got through this round. I felt like they could still have gotten it done with the experience and the coaching. But mm-hmm. yeah, I disagree. I think the Browns are going to, are going to bring it to the Chiefs uh, this weekend. <laughs> wow. Really? Bold prediction off the, off the – So before you get into this bold, this bold prediction off the top rope, because um, we're going to get your, your Super Bowl prediction and all of that good stuff. Um, let's pull up the bracket and don't lose your, don't lose your thought. We're going to pull up the, uh, the, the playoff bracket here. Um, for those of you who are watching, um, okay. So continue, you were coming off the top rope with a hot take. Well, 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 here's why, here's why the Browns beat the Steelers. They have, they had the bigger tub for victory. Ho! Um, a no, chub, I mean, a chub. For those who don't know, is a medium <laughs> to large size dingling. Okay. <laughs> the, the very first play, they you know, Bouncy hiked it over Roethlisberger's head. You could already tell they weren't ready to win. They probably thought, yeah. you know, they were going to come in and beat the Browns. I'm almost worried the Chiefs are going to do the same. They got some swagger. They they're they're a little cocky. Yeah. And the Browns are hungry. Baker Mayfield. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this fact. The last time the Browns won a playoff game, he was one. That's, that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. That was 25. He's 25. He's hungry. Yeah, he wants to earn a big paycheck. And they got Kareem Hunt, who, I mean, there's a lot of controversy whether or not he should be in the NFL, but he is, and he's yeah. playing his old team. He has some. They got a lot of talent. Yeah, you got, and then you got you got Chubb, one of the best yeah. running backs. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be a big game, I think. Baker Mayfield has also taken over the throne from both Manning brothers as doing the best commercials. <laughs> it's like too many. It's like every other every other commercial is a Baker progressive commercial. I don't know how he says, yeah. has time to practice. The ones where he lives in the stadium, like that's his house, fucking yeah. kill me. They are good commercials, though. They I'm not gonna lie. Me. 
I'm not going to lie. But yeah, I do think – Look at the Seahawks-Rams. I, I don't see either one of them. They should both yeah. lose. So, you're, so you're, picking, you're picking the Chiefs to beat the Browns, which – I mean, the Browns to beat the Chiefs, which is, mm-hmm. which is like, okay, wow. That's and a big then, pick. That's a big pick. That's a bold prediction. Um, and then what do you think about Bills-Ravens? Uh, I think that's an irrelevant game, too, because I think whoever wins Browns-Chiefs, which I am picking the Browns, will beat either one of those teams, mm-hmm. and they go into the Super Bowl. And am I getting Whoa. my final prediction? Wow. wow. Is, is that it? Are you picking the Browns to make it to the, all the way to the bowl? I'm, pick, I'm picking Browns, Packers, Packers win. Wow. wow. Dude, that is like – that's like – that's like back to 1943 <laughs> and shit. That's like, that's like some old school championship Super shit. Bowl. Ask wow. me again how much I've won uh, gambling every week on DraftKings right. this season. Zero dollars. <laughs> listen, listen. That's like Bart Starr is coming back for the Packers and Jim, uh, Jim Brown is coming back to play for the Browns again. Yeah. That's how yeah, old school that is. My predictions mean nothing. Wow. Yeah, that's a bold one. I, I, I don't think – I like the uh, the Browns and what they've done this year, but I think they have been uh, somewhat of a Cinderella story. And if you watch Mark Madness, you know that all these Cinderella stories must come to an end at some time. And I think this is the week for that story to come to an end. I think the Chiefs – the thing that worries, worries me about the Chiefs is Russ versus rest. Um, they have effectively – have not played a game in two, three weeks right? By the time that they played this game, seriously, you know, they played, you know, they had the bye, but then before that, they basically kind of took off and, you know, so to me, that's, that's a real, that's a real threat to them. Um, But I think they should win this game. I I think it'll be a close, I think the game will be much closer than than people think though. So. Yeah, I I agree. And it all depends on how healthy their running backs are too, for the Chiefs. I mean, they have had some rest, but they were having problems with, um, Oh, I'm blanking on his name. The two last name dude. Oh, Edwards Hilaire. Edwards Hilaire. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's, he's hilarious. It'll be a fun game, but I, I do think the Browns have a very good chance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so my my, t- my pick already left. The Seahawks already lost. I picked them to win the whole thing. Which oh you out, did. Which is out my ass. I mean, whatever. I just was like, well, what you know. Seahawks. They weren't looking. They were another one that was similar to the Steelers to me, where they were. They had been trending down towards the end of the season, and they so I wasn't, I wasn't surprised that they lost to the. They uh, also, to the Rams. they weren't looking defense, good. Their defense, which was getting better as the season went on, also got worse near the end of the season. That's never yeah. a good sign. Yeah. So who do you have winning, uh, Browns Chiefs, JT? I'm, I got to go with the Chiefs. I, I mean, I already picked the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. now I'm just going to say they're still going to the Super Bowl. Now I'm just going to pick them for the, for the back-to-back since the Seahawks are out. Who do you have uh, for Bills-Ravens? Oh, man. I'm going to go with the Bills. Okay. I'm going to go with the Bills. And I'm not going to lie. Though, I think the Bills get it done, too. Yeah, and even though I'm picking the Chiefs, and I would, would love to see them win because I love Andy Reid and I love Mahomes, but I actually uh, – if I was going straight with heart, I would actually rather see the Bills win the whole thing. I think that'd be a great story. It would be a crazy story. Uh, who do you think wins Packers-Rams? I'm going to go with Packers, even though the Rams' defense is much, much better. Um, yeah. I mean, shoot, the the, the Rams' uh, golf was out, came in because their backup got a concussion and had to go to the hospital. Yeah. And they came in. I mean, I don't know. They I all just, over the place. 
Yeah, they're all over. Now, look, <laughs> earlier in the year, they looked like they were going to finish last in albeit a, real, a really, really good division. Really yeah. good division. I mean, I told you at the beginning of the year, because I watched them play three or four weeks in a row, they have a good team. Now, yeah. the problem is the quarterback is one of the problems. They don't have an elite quarterback, but they had a really good defense. They have weapons on offense. They're a very good football team, and McVay is a top, top, top-tier coach. Yeah. He is a top-tier coach, and they got a great organization. Um, I, I, think mean, they got a, I think they got a real quarterback problem because I, 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 I agree with everything you said, and I think that when, when Jared Goff was playing really well, they were a Super Bowl team. Right, and I think that he he since went him and him and Carson Wentz were are very much on the same wavelength here, where like they got paid and then all of a sudden everything started going south, and yeah. the teams went south. And um, I think that if you can give that team a solid quarterback, um, I think they'll be back to being a a, a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, for sure. The, the the other thing is when they had Goff early, they had an elite Todd Gurley. And that was yeah. a big help. You know, if Goff had Derrick Henry, yeah, it'd be it'd be a different story. But right, 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 right. And it's the same thing with the Niners. I love Garoppolo, but there's there's been rumors about a few different quarterbacks. There's a, there was a rumor about Deshaun Watson. Listen, you get an opportunity to get Deshaun Watson in a 49ers uniform, you 100 gazillion percent do it because yeah. that's a guy who can not only manage you to to a win. He can win you a win on his own some weeks when you need it. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Garoppolo is just really not that guy, even though I'm a fan. 100%. But Deshaun Watson, yes. Even, God, even maybe Tua, yes, because he's got the ability and he, he's probably got a higher ceiling than Garoppolo does. Yeah. Uh, who, do you, who do you got for uh, Bucks Saints? Uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Okay. I'm going to go uh, with the Bucks. Oh, before we get out of here, before we get you out of here, David, um, the Eagles fired Doug Peterson, um, which is mm. not something that was not surprising to me either because we came on here after the, the BS that he pulled in week 17, and I was like, I don't know how he goes back into that locker room um, after pulling that. It just was a mess. It was a PR mess. It was a, it was a football mess. It just was a mess. Um, where do you guys think – that Doug Peterson ends up and, and what did you think about the firing? Did you think it was a little premature or, or were you on board with the firing? What do you think, David? Uh, first of all, Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah. He would help out any quarterback. I mean, look at Tannehill. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Case in point. Exactly. Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It'll be good on any team. What, yeah. uh, refresh my memory. What happened with Peterson? I know, I know he got. So at the, the end of the game, at the end of the game, when in week 17 uh he ends up the 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 game is close i think the eagles are only down three points going into the fourth quarter um which also shouldn't have happened they shouldn't have been the game should have been tied going into the fourth quarter because uh they were they had a a fourth and like eight that doug peterson decides to go for instead of just kicking the field goal tying the game up yeah. going to the fourth quarter tied he went for it they didn't get it so they go down three at the start of the fourth, he benches Jalen Hurts, who's, who's playing pretty well at that point with a depleted roster, playing pretty well. Um, he benches him for Nate Sutfeld, who has, is the backup, backup's backup, has been there for four years, has been a backup for four years, has never been considered to be a threat to, to take the starting job or anything like that. He puts him in, the, the rest of the game is history, and then 
the locker room, the players are coming out. They're talking to the media. They're like, that was Bush League. They don't like it. They were upset. They were on the field for like hours afterwards. It was a whole debacle. And I was just like, this is, I don't see how he gets brought back after this. Yeah. Um, totally understand the firing. Now, yeah, it might seem premature for any other team. I actually just went to Philadelphia for the first time over the holidays. First time oh, ever going to that city. Beautiful city. Yeah. Um, and the people were surprisingly, because you hear these negative things about Philadelphia, as far as, you know, being a busy city and how, how uh, not, not mean, but kind of rude. They're, you know, people have their own lives. They're, yeah. It's a, it's a big city. Yeah. No, these were the nicest people I've ever, I've ever dealt with. I mean, yeah. Philadelphia, nice people everywhere, but all of them, all of them are wearing Eagle stuff. Yeah. I mean, at least 90% of the people that I saw downtown were all wearing Eagle stuff. So they're diehard fans. You guys, yeah. I mean, if, if you're a coach that makes decisions like that, you're God, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I said. I said he, I, and I, and that was a part of my take on Carson Wentz, because once you put Jalen Hurts in the game, to me, there's, there was no going back to Carson Wentz because you would have a revolt by the fan base because we, we saw how much better Jalen was playing other than Carson. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a dilemma that they were going to have to deal with because, like you said, like we're hardcore. You have a small percentage, I think, that are just super loyalists that are doing the Ben Simmons thing where no matter how bad Carson Wentz plays, they want him to stay. Um, but, you know, so there's the friction there. But, you know, like you said, it's diehard, and that move was a piss-poor move because I think it wasn't so much of, of him – having Nate Sutfeld get reps in the game, it was the way that he did it where they got to the finish line of the game and, yeah. and, and gave up a game that, that people wanted to see Jalen Hurts have the chance to finish and win that game and take that momentum in the next year. Um, and it was like, if you wanted to just get Nate Sutfeld reps, you should have just started him from the beginning of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So He'll end up somewhere, and it'll probably be wherever Urban Meyer doesn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but how how big of a smile does Nick Foles have on his face? Like, oh yeah, he's <laughs> he has to be like doing backflips at this point, right? Because right. I, mean, I know Carson Wentz is a competitor, and uh, you know he's always been their starter. But like you said, after getting the big payday, he's gone downhill. Right. True, but you know what? The Bears also what were barely five hundred, if that, and then just got beat in the first round too. Like they ain't going yeah. anywhere either. Yeah. They ain't going anywhere. yeah. The Bears, Bears, go get Cam Newton. How about that? They should. I, oh, and I, I wanted to bring Cam Newton in to Philly as a backup. Like, I thought that that would be a good vibe to just maybe trade him to New England, see what Bill Belichick can do with him, and then bring Cam in and have him back up Jalen. Joe, was, what do you think? How do you think the future looks with Jalen Hurts? I think it's bright. I think he's a starter. I think he's a really good starter in this league. And I think he should be, I think he should be the Eagles starter next year. Because I've seen, I've seen. Are, they, are the Patriots not keeping Cam Newton? Some such, some yeah. such are saying they are keeping him for another year. Yeah, it's, it's, I've been hearing, I've been hearing more often than not that they are going to move on from him. It, it's got to come down to, and we talked about this before, Joe. If you got, if you can't, if you are getting something better, or you're, if you're drafting something that you think can be better, then yeah. If not, yeah. then what are you going to do? Forfeit yeah. the season because you know what I mean, like. It's got to come down to what you got. Yeah, yeah. They got to keep in mind too. He, he came in there after taking over Brady. I mean, come on. It's, yeah, it's right. Like and and <laughs> and the cupboard was bare when he got in there. He had nothing right, to do. Right. Like he has he has nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, watching the games, watching him play, yeah, he made some silly mistakes, but they weren't entirely his fault, and he's learning a whole new program. He's taken yeah. over after yeah. the, the legendary Tom Brady, who will probably argue, not even argue very hard, that he is the best quarterback of all time. Tom Brady, yeah. best quarterback. Joe will argue, argue that very hard. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't argue against Tom Brady. I argue against the theory that it ends up connecting in the, in the basketball because a lot of people will go, well, I think that, you know, they'll say, well, LeBron isn't the GOAT because he lost in the final and Jordan didn't. And then I say, well, by your theory, Joe Montana is the GOAT, right? Like by that yeah. same theory, but the, people, man, people don't, you, when you make people they, have to stick to their own theories, you, they don't like it. You do what so. I do. You do what I do. And you are, don't get me wrong. There are some people with great arguments, but you do what I, and I just did it the other day, Joe, when you tagged me in this fucking post, I hate you for doing <laughs> what, what was in it? That what post was it? on Instagram the other day. That was, um, what was it? It was, uh, it was something about Jordan. And, the, and, and all these guys are commenting. And I responded to you with a big lengthy one because, like, this motherfucker is going to get me going right now. And I <laughs> oh, was you. it about – was it about – was it, it was about – let me tell you briefly. It was about uh, when LeBron leaves the team, the team oh, is yeah. terrible. They're trash. It was trash. about when LeBron left the team. And when which Jordan is, left his team, they, they lost which, too few games. Which is an awful – awful comparison and i, I went know why in, it's not an awful it's comparison. it's very obvious why it's awful but regardless i said something and then this guy with a with a his tag was like jordan uh against jordan foolishness was his you know hashtag or, or his um his, his handle, handle or whatever and we go back and forth and dude i get why you get into these things with some of these because there's jordan fans that are just ridiculously extreme yes right? yes but and it's the same with lebron it's the same fans. with yeah yeah everybody was has saying them. things and, and when you say them, you can't make it sound like a fact. You can because yeah. you know because you, you're using facts. But I just destroyed this guy, and he just kept coming back. And then I go hours later after I've been going back and forth with this dude, and I realize he's got one follower on Instagram. And I was like, <laughs> this is all Joe's fault. Just, this is all Joe's fault. He's just trolling. Look, I could solve this with somebody who's not educated in basketball, somebody who's not a basketball fan, simply because I could never play it. I am so uncoordinated. I just couldn't. Be, I just never became a huge fan of basketball. Yeah. Uh, it all comes down to Space Jam. And LeBron's performance in the in the sequel. And who well, guess better. what? How, hold on to your britches because this is going to be an Oscar-winning performance. Well, All right. <laughs> while, while we while we entered into this, we might get into it later. But I would also like to say that when Jordan retired the second time from the Bulls, they won thirteen games. So I'm gonna uh, say. Yeah. So okay. I'm gonna say. Yeah. No, no, no. It's no, just not the same. It's just not the same. But we'll get David out of here. David, thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, do us a favor and tell the people where they can follow and support anything you got going on and coming up. Oh my God. Uh, uh, nothing coming up because we're in a pandemic. Right. So uh, you can follow me on Chatterbait. <laughs> <laughs> what's your, uh, what's your only fans handle? Yeah. <laughs> I tried that for a week. I made a penny. <laughs> I owed money. Uh, David Bujenski, very easy to find. Uh, thanks for having me guys. This was fun. Dope, man. How do you spell your name, David? B-U-G-E-N-S-K-E. There you go, people. There you go, people. I know how to spell it, but people need to know. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right, brother. Thank you so much. All right, Browns Packers, put your money on it. There it is. The whole checking account. (laughs) All right, man. Thank you, man. Bye, guys. See ya. All right, before we get into the association, because there's a lot going on, um, in the association, we are going to bring in uh, Rashawn Thompson. Mr. Rashawn, 
is going to join the show and uh and talk a little uh talk a little NBA with us. Um welcome in Mr. Rashawn. What's up man? How you doing? What's going on? Happy New Year to you. Happy guys. New Year, fam. Uh it's also it's a late it's a late tape today so y'all know the rules late tape is happy hour somewhere so cheers. Um to y'all what you uh what you sipping on in the red cup, the red cup uh, boys. You know, I kept it simple today um only cuz <laughs> You know, I thought I had some stuff to do after this, but yeah, know, I got a little Pinot Grigio, something like. Oh, okay, I feel you. I'm you on my vibe. Yeah, you yeah, on my I vibe. A little, little I got Pino a little a uh, little like red that. blend over here, so we'll do that. Okay. Um. Okay. So first and foremost, the NBA has been postponing games, or has not been postponing games, with literally COVID depleted rosters. Um. And now this thing has it, it really got away from them a couple weeks or I think it was last week. Um so there there was a there was one game where the Sixers the Sixers fans was up in arms about this too. But the Sixers ended up playing a game with like eight players. Um and it was there it was Joel was out and their their whole starting five was out. Uh I think Dwight Howard was ended up starting this one kid that I don't know the name of ended up going off and like taking 50 million shots because it was just Paxi. him. Was it Paxi? Maxi. Maxi? I don't know um, his first name. I don't either. You know like his name, Rashawn? Like, like a Maxi pad. I don't know the ball. I don't remember him, but they they've had a they've had a lot of issues with that. My take on this is that the NBA need they it, it looks like they need a bubble or some type of thing where they need a couple multiple bubbles or something like this um this is because this is a this is one of the things we pulled up a graphic um this is one of the games that they are going to play tonight right so this is the heat and sixers game um out for the heat bam out of bayou avery bradley jimmy butler going dry gets mo harkless udonis has them kendrick nunn um and Oak Okapala, don't know him. Um, out for the Sixers, Stephen Curry, who has COVID, uh, confirmed case of COVID. Ferguson, Harris, um, Corkmas, Milton, uh, Poirier, and Thibault. Um, This is one of those games where they will they'll have nobody there to play, but they'll but yet they won't cancel the game. Um, I don't get what's happening here and why they're why they keep doing this, but I think that they need a bubble. Yeah, you know. It's not a good thing. I think they're doing the best they can. They laid out a plan, and they're just going to roll with it. And if anything, I think if they can't get a handle on it, what you need to do is maybe do a bubble again for the playoffs. Because yeah. then if you do that, any teams yeah. that work – because the thing is that pretty much every team is being affected by this. Because like yeah, Everybody. Next, so it's, it's kind of, in a way, even across the front – in that way but if you put a bubble in for the playoffs then look everybody that earned their way in is in and now we're in a neutral location one or two neutral locations and now all bets are off and now we all play each other and see who's the best the only thing is that they're it's it's affecting different games differently because they that game that the sixers had to play because it was this was like the first instance of it mm. they had their whole roster was out they they had barely eight players to play the game yeah. uh but the team that they were playing was fully healthy. Yeah. That, so it that, wasn't fair that they got the. So now you're getting losses on your record that really shouldn't be there because for sure you, you for play sure. guys who just got called up from the G League. You know what but I mean? But it's it, it's also weird too because they are they have and still are postponing some games. There, yeah, it's others. weird. That's the other thing. 
You, but, it's like some games that they're like they canceled like three games today. They yeah. canceled the Mavericks game. They canceled yeah. another. They canceled the Celtics game. Yeah. Um, but but this game, the Sixers and Heat game for tonight is still going to go it's on. Still happening. Yeah. And I and it's strange because I think we all agree Adam Silver when it comes to you know these guys running some of these leagues. I mean he's the best there is. Yeah, so he is. He's there's got to be a rhyme or reason that we don't know exactly, but. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if it's just look. We can't cancel all the games, right? What, what, you know, but I, I don't know. I don't know. This is what it, I think. I think like, I think, um, I think that I think they're torn, right? Torn between trying to keep the players safe because of this. They already postponed the season before, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if they decide to put protocols for teams to follow, and the teams actually follow them, in theory, they should be healthy, right? Right. So well, if these teams aren't healthy, though. If these teams aren't healthy, maybe maybe the discipline outside of like practice or whatever, maybe maybe that's the challenge. And if your team doesn't have the discipline to possibly do the right thing for COVID nineteen, then your team is going to suffer because now they might get tested and somebody has to take the hit. Should the NBA take the yeah, hit? Yeah, you're right. Or should, you, or should the team take the hit? Yeah, you know I, did, I mean? didn't think about it missing, like that. We're not going to miss anymore. We're not going to miss checks because of you because you did some idiotic stuff, right? <laughs> okay, I see. I see what you're saying there, and that is that is a part of it, right? Like if you can't do what you need to do, you know, just like being in the bubble. Like if you have a player that missed the game in the bubble because he he invited a stripper to his room, that's on y'all and the discipline and the leadership of your team. And that's just a part, just as much a part of it as it is um, about what you do on the floor. We're talking, we're going to talk about Kyrie Irving in that same situation in a couple minutes, right? And so th- there's something to what you're saying at that point. Um, there are, they are going to start some new COVID protocols, right? So Let's pull up the uh, the new COVID protocols because they're they're saying that they're tightening the protocols because um, of this breakout, right? And this breakout, before we even get to this, this breakout is is not so much of a thing of the league, but just a thing of the America where we are, right? So we just pulled up a graphic where the, it shows the new coronavirus cases in the United States from July. Um, 64,000 October went back down to 55 from October 8th to January 8th. Uh, it went from 55,000 new cases to 300,014. Three, uh, three, uh, so, so it's just like, it's, it's, a, it's a sign of, of the time type thing. Um, so you just, you know, and, and, and there's no way to avoid coming in contact with COVID, like you said, unless you literally don't leave your house. You, you don't know where it is. It could be on the surface. Somebody could have it. It doesn't matter, right? And so they, their way to remedy it is they're trying these new, uh, this new NBA protocol. So th- here's what they are. Um, minimum two-week window. Players and staff must remain at residence or hotels other than uh, for team activities, outside exercise, or essential activities. Uh, pre-game meetings and locker rooms will be limited to 10 minutes. All attendees must wear a mask. Players must uh, limit pre- and post-game interactions to elbow or fist bumps. Avoid extending, <laughs> avoid extended socializing, and then uh, more enforcement uh, on mask wearing. Um, and there were a couple other things that I heard in the new protocols, like they, you know, there was a, apparently a, a selective list of restaurants that they can go to when they go. And that to me was like idiotic. Like, just tell these dudes to stay inside. You went from having them stay on a campus in a bubble to like, these are the restaurants you can go to. These are the restaurants you can't like, I don't, I don't, I didn't get that. That didn't make much sense to me. Um, so yeah. what do you guys think about the protocol? The new protocol? What do you think, Rashawn? I don't, I don't, 
I don't think these dudes are going to listen. I'm going to be honest with you. That's so why I, I think, think they I, need a bubble. That's why I think they just need a bubble I just, I just don't and think put them back dudes, in a bubble. Especially the stars. Like, you you, you know, it's, it's ego. It's a lot of ego in the league. Yeah. Just telling a grown man what to do. And yeah. I, think, I think as a team, sometimes they – I don't know, man. I really don't know. Because you don't know – you know, some people like James Harden. He, he the first half part of the season he was doing whatever then you hear him getting traded he probably don't even care what's going on right now i know you know what i'm saying he probably like man i'm just gonna go to practice and roll with the punches i might get traded might not if somebody has something i might pop out you know go to who yeah. knows yeah you know I'll, i just don't know what they're gonna you, do i'll tell you what i've completely changed my mind on the rockets after looking at, at their roster and looking at what that dude Woods, is it Christian Woods? He's mm-hmm. putting up all-star numbers. If I were Harden, I mean, I would buy in for this season because you've, got a, you've got a roster that actually, if it comes together, could win a championship. That's a good a team. Very good roster. Good roster. You, got, you still got Eric Gordon. You still got Tucker. You've got Woods mm-hmm. balling out. And you've got um, Wall. Who's John Wall, who's dangerous. Only, very dangerous. And then DeMarcus Cousins, also if he stays healthy, healthy if yeah. he stays yeah. healthy on paper, you've got a squad. They got a squad. Got absolute squad. Yeah. So Much I, more of know. a squad than where he would go to. Because wherever he would go, they would have to gut the roster. Yeah, yeah. And unless – I mean, unless there, there's a couple teams that maybe would be a better option. And, and, you know, the Sixers and the Nets might be a better option. But other than that, I don't think there is. Yeah. I don't think there is. I mean, but, maybe the way Kyrie's acting, I don't know. Might be all right. Okay, so let's let's get into Kyrie. Okay, because that's that's something that has been happening. There's new developments with Kyrie every other day. So this started where when Kyrie ended up missing a game last week, um, and the reports came out that Steve Nash didn't know that he wasn't going to be there, but that his some of his teammates knew. So there was being reported that Kyrie didn't show up for the game, told some of his teammates, and never told Steve Nash. So they asked Steve Nash at a press conference, you know, where's Kyrie? And he's like, I don't know. I haven't heard from him, right? This is, but this is what I was telling y'all about, Ky, about Kanye Irving. I'm going to stop talking, talk, calling him Kyrie because his name is now Kanye Irving because he's always saying some weird shit and doing some weird shit and blaming it on the rest of the world. So, th- but this is what I told y'all about pumping the brakes on this Brooklyn Nets team because you can't win a championship if your star players are not there number one if they're not there and they're not healthy they they started sitting out games not even five games into the season this is the this is a team that wasn't even in the bubble and two players that missed an entire season so what's the what at number one what's their excuse for missing games are five games five and six games in but that's a whole nother thing so this is that's what happened he told them that he he told a couple players but nobody else so they they had no clue where he was if you if you want to go on online check the memes that they have of Kyrie Irving one of them we just pulled up (laughs) it is a missing poster and it says missing have you seen it's a picture of Kyrie it said uh it says identifying characteristics nice smile sage rituals last seen doing the Dougie at his sister's birthday party (laughs) That's the other thing. So he is now under investigation. They are investigating a video um, or an event that he went to um, that he's caught on camera in a, in a club 
maskless, which breaks NBA protocols, which he can be fined for. I think he can he can lose up to six hundred thousand dollars a game uh, for breaking COVID protocols, which that's is a really big reward. That's a what they say one one seventy six of their salary, which is like a game's worth of money, pretty much, right? Four hundred, sorry, four hundred and sixty k per game is what he would miss if 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 they can if if they can also link this to him breaking protocols and everything like that. Um, so this is more Kyrie being Kyrie. Yeah, it is. I I picked them to win the championship. I got I, I'm sticking by that. Um, Not a good I, pick. Kyrie's crazy, but you know what? When, when the playoffs come and it's time, it's time to get on the court, assuming that he doesn't have more personal reasons like being maskless at his sister's birthday party in a club <laughs> or whatever he was doing, and, you know, believing that the earth is flat or whatever else he's doing. Um, I, think, I think he balls out and him and KD are too powerful and the rest of that squad they got. I wish Dinwiddie was still out there, but. But they need them. them. They need them there because they're now five and six. This team, right? This is the team that that started hot, and everybody thought they were going to run off a bunch of wins. No, they, they didn't start they, hot. They started slow. No, I mean, in game one, they won their first two games, and everybody was writing home about them like they oh, were the greatest yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. blew out. They played the Warriors. They blew out the Warriors. Then everybody was like, yeah. "Whoa, watch out for the Nets." Yeah, and and then Kyrie goes on a disappearing act, and no yeah. one knows where he is. And, and, and KD, no one in and, from the organization can find him. And KD's out with COVID, and they've also both yeah. t- already taken off two or three games, right. which is not, which is which is weird for sure. It's but again, weird. but outside of that, I mean, and it's you can't really do this because their record's a record. But if you looked at if none of those things happen, what their record would be, and it would be really good. So you it know, would, but that's the big that's the big if about Kyrie. He's a head case. He is a head so that's, case. That's what I'm saying. It's not like an asterisk. It's like this is something that you literally have to factor in when you bring him to your team because he's done it everywhere he, he's been. He's turning into the actually offensively talented Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah. He, he kind of he, he is. Maybe even worse because maybe even worse because Dennis would he would show up for games. Like they didn't have to, other than the, the he would incident really show where up. he would, he would show up other than the incident where somebody had to go find him at the, at the casino. He would show up <laughs> for his game. They, they, there was a report that came out that went, that said that somebody called up to Kyrie after the Steve Nash incident where he didn't tell Steve Nash he wasn't playing. And they asked him, why didn't he play? And he said, I didn't want to. Like what? What? <laughs> I think that's just, he gets like that with what? He gets like that when people ask him questions. He's weird, man. He's, He's weird. I'm just not pinning my, my championship hopes on him. I, I don't think it's just not safe to me. It's not. Nah, that ain't it to me. It's just. Maybe he got real mental health issues. Like he does. Real ones. He does. I am, if you ask something. me, he does. The same way that Kanye West does. I think he does. I think he really does. And so we'll see how that ends up shaking out. But as of right now, day five and six, and they still don't, they still haven't. They don't know when he's going to be back. And now he might have to serve a COVID uh, protocol state. So he might have to. Right. So that's not including any suspensions that he might have. So this is going to factor into your season, right? If he does it again, if he misses games, you know what I'm saying? It's going to factor into your placement. What is wrong wrong with him? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't don't know what's going on. But I'll tell you what. When he's out there playing, he's incredible. When you can find him to get him on the court, <laughs> he's incredible. When he, he's there. He's, when he's when there, you can find him. If you can find his ass, he can play. Uh, okay, let's get out of here on some rapid fire stuff. Um, Donald Trump 
was scheduled to award Bill Belichick the Medal of Freedom Award, which is the highest civilian honor. Uh, Bill Belichick, good boy, denied it. He came out, he made a statement basically saying, um, you know, I was honored to be offered this award, but especially after the events that happened last week um, with the Capitol inciting and all of this other stuff, he was just like, I just basically in good conscience, I couldn't accept the award, which I thought it, it kind of, it surprised me a little bit because I know that him and uh, Robert Kraft are genuinely like tight, good friends with Donald Trump. So part of me was like, he's, he's going to take it. And then another part of me was like, I wouldn't be surprised if he, um, if he actually denied it, you know? It, so. it, it's a smart move because from a media standpoint, an image standpoint, it's not a good look. It's not a good look. It's just not a good look. Even if that's your homeboy, it's just yeah. not a good look. The same way that people had to distance <laughs> themselves from uh, R. Kelly or from um, the right. guy on, on uh, uh, the guy on the New York, on a Good Morning America show who got Robert, what's his, his name wasn't Robert, I can't think of his name, but he was in that, the sexual conduct oh, right, right, thing right, right. and people had to distance themselves yeah, because you, you it's can't. just some shit, it just does not look and, good. And, and, yeah, it's not like Trump is like uh, the most presidential president. It's just, right. it's like, it's right. like I, got an award. I got an award from Donald Trump. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. It, right. Right. Once right. You to your it, point, you got it for life. Right. Right. And to, <laughs> and, to, and to your point, to that point, who is awarding you something is almost just as important as what the award is, right? So if yeah, you right. tell me that I that I'm getting right. uh, a a Nobel Peace Prize from Hitler, it's not the same. <laughs> it, it's not going to have the same effect. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to put that on my wall. You know what I mean? I might have yeah. got it, but. I won't quite put Trump up with Hitler, but I know what you're saying. Hey man, but, it's but that's close. the thing, because because what is the head? What is the headline there? It's not it's that Donald Bill, Trump. It's not even no, an award. There's no headline that says Bill Belichick wins or is awarded this the award. Freedom that's of you're right. It's never nope nope. Not gonna be the headline. It's gonna be the man that's giving him the award. That's yeah. what it's gonna be all about. And you're in, in the NFL, which is predominantly African American. Yeah. And you're in a very buttoned down, very proud organization. And after everything that just went down, you're just going to accept the word from this guy. Yeah. It doesn't, it just doesn't look good. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not that it's wrong, but it would be, it's not a good look. It's not I, mean, look. I mean, think about it. They're the Patriots. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not too patriotic. Yeah. Right. Thing, you know right. what I mean? Right. Yeah. So he, he went ahead and, and denied it. Um, Former Falcons head coach or not. Yeah, he was a head coach. Uh, Falcons head coach Dan Quinn uh, just got hired as the Cowboys' new defensive coordinator. Um, that I think he was a head coach when the Falcons gave up that epic lead to the Patriots, if I'm not wrong. Mm -hmm. um, the Cowboys just doing Cowboy <laughs> things. Like, that's not something you want to associate yourself with. I don't know why y'all made this move. Um, like, Well, <laughs> in fairness, he got that gig because, of, because he was doing a bang-up job before that. So... To me, if he's not a head coach, is where he's had success. You know I see saying? what you're saying. So if he's a good defensive coordinator, I mean, that's how we see this all the time, right? A guy gets yeah. a head coaching gig who was a great defensive coordinator on a really good team, and then he goes, you know, doesn't do live great. up to expectations, and then he goes and does a solid job. So, I mean, look, anything's got to be better than what they had this year. That defense was was like anything literally I played, I played against this catholic school once when i was in seventh grade it was flag football but it looked exactly like the defense of the cowboys <laughs> <laughs> exactly. literally literally anything um if you were on twitter late last night after the game depending on what coast you live on uh roll covid 
was trending. Um, and at first I had no clue what that meant. And I'm like, what's roll COVID? And then I click and I'll, we'll pull up a picture of, of what I saw with the, uh, with those trending words. It was this picture. If you're not watching of oh like God. a sea of people in Alabama who flood, who flooded the streets after Bama won the championship game. Yeah. And so they were like, you just decided to have a super spreader event after the championship game. And they're like, yes. And it's all, so roll COVID was just like trending on Twitter and there were pictures and videos of like, of, it looked like the million man March. It was just like a, a gazillion <laughs> people in the streets, like all next to each other. Yeah. Listen, if, if, you know, we were very, um, if you're from the West coast, like I am born and raised, did, I, I have not spent a hell of a lot of time in other parts of the country or other parts of the world. Or if you're from like, you're from Philly, right? Yeah. It's a different vibe. It's a city. It, it's yeah. a different. It's very diverse. It's a different thing. You want to see a place that's very red. And I don't mean just yeah. the, the, the literally the red, very red and very, we do not care. Yeah. And very, we're going to do what the hell we want. Go to the South. Yeah. Go 100%. to the South. Go to the South around my people, right? Yeah. Caucasian people. Yeah. And go, go to fucking Alabama. That's when it. They, when they win a national championship game, right? Yeah. I've been in, in Tennessee recording and writing during COVID, and Tennessee was open. They had Tennessee is open. Bro, open. did you see? Did you see the stadium this weekend? No. It was, they claim. That it was fifteen thousand people, which mm-hmm. is a lot in itself. They claim it was it was it was it was thirty. It was the the stadium had to be half full, bro. Like it, I was like, how is Tennessee this open? How are they this open? Like I'm Man. looking at the stands, like it's people everywhere, and they didn't even spread them out over the stadium. So no one's Dude. sitting in the top part of the stadium, but Dude. they're all bunched in in these sections on the lower bowl of the stadium. I'm like, Tennessee's just doing whatever they want to do. Listen, man, I've got my, my nine-year-old here who is, as you know, Joe, like in like he is he loves sports more than I love him. That's yeah. how much he loves sports. <laughs> that and I love him more than anything in the universe and, and my older son. Like he loves sports so damn much. Yeah. And he has not been able to play since his baseball season got canceled after he played one game for COVID, right? So he's sitting here. We practice as much as we can. And meanwhile, I go to Tennessee, and the first thing after I get off the plane is one of my label owners brings me to his son's flag football game. A bunch, nah. of, a bunch of little little kids running around blocking and playing and, 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 and tugging and grabbing. And, like, and, and the bars are open. There's half-naked yeah. chicks walking down <laughs> yeah, down Broadway. It's like nobody cares down there, dude. The yeah. South is a different – it's a different beast. It's a different animal. The Alabama thing shouldn't have surprised – me at all but it I, I would be lying if i said i wasn't a little bit surprised at the million man march look of that um yeah. of that picture <laughs> roll, roll tide roll tide or, or roll COVID. uh deshaun watson <laughs> reportedly asked for a trade and apparently the niners by it he asked for a trade to the niners uh, where do you think he should go i mean i think i, I wouldn't be mad at the niners the niners i wouldn't be mad at the niners at all the, the san but francisco I, 49ers but I also would be down for him to come to the Eagles. Yeah, but no, but no, the We're Niners. We are in need. <laughs> yeah, we like. Hey, I like Jalen, but if Deshaun is if trying to bounce, like let's let's make the deal, man. The but Deshaun- he needs to he needs to get out of there. They 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 are wasting years of his prime, and it's really all jokes aside, it's a sad story. Like for them to literally trade away his number one wide receiver for a bag of 
of, of cheese curls and then <laughs> not replace him and not give him anything. And it's just like, this is not which okay. I, which I still don't understand. I don't either. They, they were alluding to that one of the, I don't remember if it was a coach or a guy in the organization. The whole point was supposed to be that DeAndre had some, some dirt that they found out and it was going to come out that he had some major uh, yeah, problems. All that. What, there was nothing. It was nothing. And he, he goes and balls out in Arizona. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're a mess. And let me ask you this since you brought up the, the, the Texans. Um, did you see J.J. Watt's thing at the end of the season where he was talking about how it's unacceptable, the effort? Not, not the record, but the effort that the team put oh, in no, throughout the season. Uh -uh. He was saying, and, and Austin, it, it was cracking me up. He watched this video like, oh, it was on TikTok over and over and over. He watched this. <laughs> but I was wondering how, and I told him this, how his team would feel. And I was for what he yeah. said. But I was wondering how his team would feel. And I told Austin, I was like, yeah, his team, some of his teammates probably felt a little butthurt about that. And he's like, yeah. why would they feel better? I'm like, well, obviously he's seeing something. And the guys that aren't put out the effort know who they are. Yeah. And, and I was wondering how that's affecting the locker room and, and all that. But th they shouldn't be – what were they, 4-12? and 12? I think so. I think it was, they, they – I, I feel bad for him because he, he could be really in a position – if he had a, a – a, a, a mediocre team he would be in a position to lift them into the playoffs and then we will be able to see what they could do you know what i mean and at this point we we won't be able to he's just gonna wash away at this point you know what i mean like if he stays there um it'll just be it'll be a tragic football story i think you know what i mean just as far as like somebody super talented who uh never saw their full potential because they were on an, an a shit show of an organization yeah, he would literally be like Archie Manning. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's not good. Uh, the NBA is considering adding two expansion teams to help with the COVID financial hit. Where do you think they should drop these teams? Yeah, I think – oh, I was about to say, I think Seattle. I think Seattle would be – You got to bring the Sonics back. You got to bring them back. Why not? I think they deserve – I think they're I think coming. I, th sign. I think they're coming. I think it's already a thing. Yeah, that wouldn't be that wouldn't surprise me. Seattle so they add two more. They want to add two more teams back. They, yeah, they want to add two teams to help with the COVID hit. Um, I would say the obvious choice, I think, would be Vegas. Oh, that's a good one, Vegas. Right? Yeah, yeah, I could see them doing Vegas. Vegas, yeah, they just got the Raiders and I mean, Seattle. Take, take one of we have six teams in California or like 12 or something. Take one of our teams. Yeah, they could take the Clippers. Nobody wants them here. No, nobody so would that care. Would be, that would be nobody cool. Nobody would care. Um, Gilbert Arenas um, continues to put his foot in his mouth um, and, and say uh, silly stuff. Um, so basically, Gilbert Arenas said that if he was in today's game, he would average 40 points a game. This is Gilbert Arenas, if you remember. <laughs> if anybody remembers Gilbert Arenas. Now, was he a good player? Yes, Gilbert Arenas was a good player. Should he ever say anything out of his mouth like this? No, absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely not. 40 mm. points a game and today. <laughs> no one well, would average 40 points a game, let alone Gilbert no, Arenas. That's not true. Michael Jordan would absolutely. Michael Jordan would not average 40 points a game. How he do you think? He averaged 37 in the in the Because eight. the defenders are bigger, stronger, and no, better. No, 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 no. And, and, they, and they can't you think they're stronger? Less. Yeah, they can't think touch they're 100%. No, 100%. No, no, no. That's they, didn't, they didn't weight train and, and, and pour a million dollars into their bodies in the offseason like these players he, do. He was attacking like, the basket on guys way bigger than the overall big men. No, these we, are, these, these people, people are – the, the game's not even the same anymore. No, it's, it's not even not, the same. It's not, but see, people talk about the physicality 
of that older game of, of the game back then, right? Which is there was a, a different level of physicality, right? But if you look at those guys, if you take a picture of Bill Lambeer and put him up next to a picture of of of, of Danny, just Danny Green, a basic like three and D guy. He he looks like it would look like Shaq standing next to Nate Robinson. Like, do it. Actually, Google it. I've done it. Like those guys are not built. They're not as they're not as as as, as strong as muscle wise. They're bigger, stronger, faster now. The, the athlete yeah, today yeah, yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. way more freakish than the, than the athlete. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll say he would not be. He would not take. Athletic. Yeah, it, it, they're definitely more athletic. So this idea that because yeah, but, somebody but, 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 was great back in the day, they no, would no, just but, torch guys today. It's no, bullshit. No, 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 like, but no it's not it's bullshit. Not true. It's, it's not bullshit. Because it when, when I'm saying stronger and bigger, I'm talking about a big part of his game was attacking the basket, and he was doing it on bigger and stronger guys. That's 100% true. The athleticism overall top and to him. bottom has gotten better but yes. dude people what people don't talk about is how freakish of an athlete jordan was it's he not was about right. that it's just the, it ath- the ath- no it's not about that because I, i'm not i'm not disrespecting jordan i'm saying the athlete the average athlete right. has right. gotten better over time right i agree That's, with that but, so but, but you st- this but idea you st- that you would now come in a, in a world where the athletes are better and score more points no, doesn't no, no, make no. any sense. But attacking the basket was much more difficult in his day because of the size of the guys guarding the rim. And also, you couldn't, you couldn't touch them now. You can't touch these guys now. You, you, were, you could halfway murder a guy back then. You can't touch them. The, the, well, we had, we had the an old colony saw in here. He said the same thing. He's like, oh, he would scorch Everybody it. from the – yeah, everybody from the step, back. Everybody from back that, in the day. No, says, but that, that's true, like though. That. He everybody is, everybody oh, in their oh, – oh, everybody's oh, era was the hardest – and the and the, I mean no, they all not, say it's, that. Not, it's not about they the hardest. That. It's not about the hardest. It's about the rules of the game now. Right, but everybody cool. everybody thinks that their era was the era, right? And it's funny because LeBron actually talked about that. He said that he said that I think it was on the shot. He was like, people say this stuff, and you know we hear it all the time. And it was there was a bunch of athletes on there at the time, and they all were like, it's the craziest thing ever. He was like, they wouldn't come here and, and average. 40 in, in our game like it's just it just wouldn't happen like it's just it's just a lot of revisionist history and it, it's a lot of inflate we we like to fantasize about the past and so it's a lot and, and it's it's not just a thing that we do in sports people do it in 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 music in movies and in, in, in various walks of life something from the past when you talk about it today the nostalgia let allows you to inflate it and so it happens all the time but the idea that like somehow athletes everywhere are bigger, stronger, and faster. But when you come to this era, you you're gonna shit on them. It's just like, and it's not I, even like it's not even I, like they're saying competitive things. Like he didn't say forty points. No one's ever done that. So now you would do you would just do that because athletes are not as good. Now. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like I but, mean, he was. It wasn't that long ago that he was in the league. It's, he, I mean, it's look. Yeah, I, we, give are, her, we, we act like we're fifty years removed. Like Jordan. Was it's not about how long we're removed. It's just and, about there has been. A progression right, in the but, athletes, like they're, you know what I mean. I, mean, I but, can't, but, but, I but can't that, let you say that that Jordan wouldn't come in. I just that. Come on, Joe. And average forty. Yes, come on, absolutely. Come on, hundred percent. Why didn't he do it in his day? One hundred. We just said that. Why you can't touch? You can't touch basketball. It's, it's different. So you know, so you he know, had Pippen. You can't he even, had Pippen. He had a squad. You can't even put a hand on a guy. To so hand nobody him. else. So nobody else since Michael Jordan. In in our game, nobody else has an offensive game that's better than Michael Jordan. Kobe. Is that a ju- is that even a question? 
Who I'm, has an offensive game better than Jordan? So James Harden's offensive game isn't better than Jordan? His, no, oh, just it. his offensive stop game. It. Stop it. No, his, he's incredible. It's, he's incredible. It's not? He's not? No. No. People, and are, calling James Harden, no. people no. are calling James Harden the greatest offensive player that, that they've ever who, seen. Who, who said is, that? Who is saying that? <laughs> who said that? Who is no. saying that? <laughs> when, James Harden, <laughs> when James Harden won those back-to-back MVPs, people have said that James Harden, I, Kevin Durant, They've said it about Stephen Curry. So all of these guys, all of these both, guys who, who everyone, when we're not talking about Jordan, apparently, everyone thinks that they're the greatest thing offensively since sliced bread. No, but, no, no, no. But, but awesome. they, none of them, none of them ever averaged 40 a game. But somehow Jordan would come in and average 40 a game. It doesn't whoa, make sense whoa, to me. Wait, 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 wait. Are we saying any one of those guys is better than Michael Jordan? Offensively, offensively. Are we saying that? Yes, yes, absolutely. Oh God, no. Absolutely. So this is, this is Michael Jordan is- can shoot like Steph Curry? No. Like this is the thing. No. Michael Jordan can shoot. Michael Jordan can shoot like Steph Curry. This is Michael, the thing. Michael Jordan cannot shoot like Steph Curry, but Michael Jordan. Play, you know, but but you're but you're not. If Jordan played in today's era, which is what we're talking about, there would be a bigger emphasis on his game for three-point shooting, which he even emphasized more later in his career and, and competed in the three-point contest. You're telling me that Michael That's Jordan is heads and shoulders above some of the best offensive players of this era. Like yes. like he laps them. That's it. That's it's yes. the nostalgia yes. thing. It's just not true. It's just not true. This is what we're messing up. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is six, is seven feet tall and can do everything that Steph Curry can do. He's and great. Michael Jordan is a better offense. Come on, y'all. Like, yes. This is insane. This is insane. It's not insane. Because, it is. Sorry, it's Michelle, nostalgia. Let me, Michelle, it's let me say one thing. It's all nostalgia. No, it's not. Because what a lot of people do is they go, the athletes top to bottom, 100% are overall better and more athletic. 100%. It's not even close. It's a smaller league. But but that but what, when people say that, what they're trying to say that like that diminishes his athleticism. No, we it still, does. We not. still have. It doesn't. No, wait, 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 wait. It just means we they're still, better. No, no, wait, wait. We still have athletes from four decades ago. Just because the overall league wasn't athletic doesn't mean we didn't have freak athletes that would be the most athletic players in the game today. That's it what doesn't. people confuse. To say That's something is better confuse. doesn't mean that, that, that the thing that you're talking about is just astronomically worse. It's just to say that it's better. No, but, if I tell you that there's nobody, is, there's nobody my, that played in that era that was seven feet tall, that can dribble like Steph Curry, but, that, but can shoot like Ray Allen, it, it, they, it's a fact. It doesn't mean that the era wasn't good, but it means that they didn't have a – Kevin Durant that's, didn't exist. Anthony Davis didn't exist. These people didn't – but now that's it's fine. just like – it's just true. It's just a fact. I, I'm not disputing what you just said, but my point is that doesn't – that doesn't say that doesn't prove to anyone that Jordan wouldn't average – If I'm saying if, if none of them can do it, why would somebody who's not as good as them do it? How well? How is Michael Jordan not as good as those? Michael Jordan is not. Michael Jordan is not the offensive powerhouse that Kevin Durant is. I'm not saying as an overall player he's not better, but just from size alone, Kevin Durant is shooting over anybody. He's he like Anthony Davis, Kyrie Irving, Stephen Curry, like all these guys. Like, come on. Let me know if if I'm getting this construed right because we what initial statement was that Gilbert Arenas will score 40 points. Yes. In this era now. But we said no, Michael Jordan would. But I think the issue is not that. I know I didn't say that. No, no, this is what I'm saying. We're we're not saying the the issue. It's not about the forty points, right? It's really I think what we're trying to see is I would expect that from Jordan before I would expect that from Gilbert. Jordan himself wouldn't say that. He, somebody asked him about that before, and he's and he I'm said, just saying, he I'm said that it's not true. I'm saying Gilbert Arenas came up with. The I want to. I want to see him say that. Google it. It's true. I'll Google. He, it. Yeah, he he said it. He said he was okay. he wasn't true. It was it, It's just like, 
he said that he basically it's funny because he basically said the same thing in that episode that LeBron said. Basically said about the whole thing of nostalgia and how we, we disrespect errors because we love oh, one true. era. We think that's we can true. drop somebody in another era and they'll destroy the era. And it's I, just I like, don't, come on, y'all. I don't, dis- I don't disagree with overall the theme of what that, th- what that concept is. I'm just saying just because an era is overall more athletic, also smaller, but overall more athletic, doesn't mean that a guy from another era wouldn't come in and dominate. I'm just saying, if it was if it was going to be that easy, somebody would have did it. You can't touch players now. I, I, James I, Harden, I didn't offensively, say it. James Harden offensively is unstoppable when he I when he wants to. He's, I didn't he say it was forty points a game. I, I didn't say that. I'm just saying. I mean, you yourself has, have called, and I don't know if you were being facetious. You said Jordan was the greatest scorer of all time. If he's the greatest scorer of all time, you know, you, you don't believe he's the greatest player. But he, if he's the greatest scorer. But now you're saying maybe Harden or Durant is. But before you said that, he no, averaged I'm 37. Saying, I'm, saying as an, I'm saying as an offensive threat, the same way that I think I think LeBron has, has more to his game, the same way that I think somebody has, an, somebody has offensive attributes that are they have more than the X person, right? So whatever, it is, whatever the person is, exhibit A has more in their arsenal as an offensive player than one. And, I would, and I'm saying James Harden, Kevin Durant from size alone has more as he's more of an off a pain to deal with offensively than Michael Jordan would be. Right. So if all of these guys, uh, we, we've, we've, we've said unanimously, Stephen Curry is the greatest shooter that we've ever seen. Right. Mm-hmm. We've said that unanimously. Right. How yes. come he ain't averaging for like, we say this, like, because like that, somebody else would have did it. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's nobody else who's ever come along and been better at them at something. And one thing we got to admit is that, when you're saying- somebody, people improve on the game. There are people, somebody will come along and be better at, at, at basketball or be better at, 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 as a passer than LeBron James is. That or could be, be better true, than my, but you know what I'm saying. So I just, we, I, I just haven't got to let I, that go in our brains. Like but somebody I, will be but better. But I haven't, I haven't seen anybody. You might be right, but I haven't seen anyone that I would call a better scorer than Michael Jordan. I just haven't seen it. And I, and okay. I love Kevin Durant. I love and I love James Harden. And obviously, I love Steph Curry. But I just I, and I get what you're saying. Kevin Durant's attributes, yeah, he's almost seven feet tall. Dirk Nowitzki was similar. It's hard to guard. I get it, but. I still don't put him above. Yeah, Michael it's like Jordan. some of these guys literally have the talents of 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 one multiple of the guys from that era in their body, like in one body. You know what I mean? Like have, literally, they have, they like, have like LeBron James is car is built like Car Malone, but right. can pass like Magic Johnson. And so you get what I'm saying. So we we have these freaks of nature, and we act like it's just so easy. I could have did it, and it's just well, like I think I it's think it's disrespectful the to the game. I think it's the thing that. Forget. I think it's disrespectful. I, I, I think because just because right, these guys are nice, right? They they probably are better than Jordan, but they're not winners like Jordan was. That's a different conversation. That's I, what I'm but, saying. But, but, that's no, what but that's I'm, what, what I, that's all I'm saying. I'm just like these dudes are nice talk, in comparison. I'm just but, talking talent for talent. It's like you gotta be able to admit. But it's hard. Like, it's hard okay. to talk talent. It's hard to talk talent when you don't talk about intangibles. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not. No, it's not. Because you can. I, you, I can't you can talk isolate. About you can isolate things. You can you can isolate right? Because I know people. I know people who I think mu- musically, right, might be better than another guy, but I know, but I think the other guy went farther because of his intangibles, right? I know a lot. I know a lot of. We can make it personal. I know a lot of people that I respect as a musician that I think are way better than me that haven't done half the stuff that I've done, and I and I only and I think that because they still in Philly and they do the same stuff every time I come home. They at the every same Sunday. Place. Every, every Sunday they. Right. And so, but, but if you ask me, who's, who's the, who's the better soloer, 
I would say them. I can answer your right. question in a vacuum. You didn't ask me who is the better musician, who has more musicianship, who who has more business savvy. That's not what you asked me. You asked me to compare Joe with that guy and and tell and who's the better. So I'm saying you can be, you should be able to talk about things in a vacuum, and people can't do that when it comes to their favorite athlete or their favorite superstar. That's common. They can't, yeah, they that's can't common. denounce the name, and and I find it a lot when I talk to Jordan guys, and I'm like, who's the better passer? And I just say this and that, and they go, "Well, I can't." You know what I mean? It's they can't divorce from the name and the nostalgia. Yeah. I'm, I'm even if you talking about LeBron, I can do that. I can say I would never sit up here and tell you LeBron James is the better shooter than Kevin Durant. I would never do that. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think Kevin Durant is in LeBron's atmosphere as a player. But if you ask me in a vacuum who's the better scorer, I can tell you it's Kevin Durant. And I'm saying, well, you don't we think have he's in his atmosphere? Do you don't think he's in his atmosphere? As a player, as an overall player, no, absolutely not. Not even in the atmosphere? No, not even on a planet. He's on Mars, and he's still on Pluto or something. I don't know. Listen, um, listen real quick. Jordan, 6'6", six, six, what would he have, 46-inch vertical, ran a, ran a 4-3-40. Quickest first step some people say they've ever seen. I mean, I'm just saying that he was doing stuff that even today would be con- – and, and his hands were as big I as – I don't like, dispute that. I don't I'm just, like, like I said, saying, like I said, if I say something is better, it's not to dispute that the I know, thing but is I'm great. Just the, athleticism, that, you know. the athleticism holds up to what's going on. It would still be elite today is what I'm saying. I agree. I'm just saying that there's, there's athletes that do better things offensively than him and they're not scoring 40 today. That's, that's all I'm saying. Paul Pierce said that Luka Doncic plays uh, a similar style. This is another one. Plays a similar style to him. He said, uh, I'll pull up the quote. He said he sees a lot of of uh, himself in in Luca, he's got a lot. He's got a lot of me and him. Me and him got a lot in common, which is an this to me. It was just like go find Gilbert Arenas and sit down <laughs> and lock the door. Don't ever talk to the media ever again. First like, of all, Luca Doncic, you comparing yourself to Luca Doncic? First of all, Paul Pierce gets paid to talk to the media. That's literally what he does. I Joe want him Connor. to stop though. I want him to, I, I don't want to that. see him do this I understand again. that. And he does tend to put himself in a lot of his, his, you know, and I'll, and the grandiose delusion analysis. that he has. He's but another one. He's another one. I would score 50 today. <laughs> I would, I would just be, I would average a triple double. And it's like, but listen, listen, I do get the comparison because very similar build, not overly athletic, but athletic enough to utilize their size to be able to get done. Now, Luca, I mean, is a better overall player. From a scoring standpoint, I think the comparison's very fair. I think Luca is obviously an all-around better basketball player and obviously right now not nearly as accomplished. But yeah. I get it. I mean, they look – I mean, he kind of looks like a white Paul Pierce with the build and, and, how, he, and how he moves around the court. I, can I don't see. think we just don't want to hear that. You yeah, know what I mean? Nobody, just, I, I just, I, nobody, no, nobody walks around saying, "Yeah, like I'm Paul Pierce." Like they call me Baby Paul Pierce. Like, yeah, yeah. no, no, nobody says that. that. Come on, dude, you're it's not even. Don't, in the, it don't hit you. He's ears, nice. Right. He's nice. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's we're not. True. No, you're not. You're just not one of those guys. Listen. If you're a white dude, the only guy you want to be compared to really is it's either Larry Dirk Bird or Larry Bird. <laughs> yeah. That's that's it, because that's like being compared. J-Ho, like, Jason Williams, white chocolate was nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got the handles, Jason Williams, like like the guys that are considered up, you know yeah. what I mean, like yeah. the elite of the elite. And Shannon Sharp calls him Baby Bird. He calls Luca Baby, Baby Bird, Bird yeah. which I think is appropriate. So, um, yeah. the Lakers will resume the tradition of going uh, to the White House 
after winning the championship uh, on June, after, after Joe, Joe Biden is sworn in on June 20th, they'll resume the tradition of going to the White House. They haven't gone, but they're not the only ones. A bunch of teams, actually, that I didn't even realize haven't gone in the past four years. So we'll see teams go back to the White House because Hitler's gone. Um, Bruce Willis got kicked out of a pharmacy for refusing to wear a mask. Uh, and that's all that's the show for today i mean i don't know what else to say about that <laughs> like, wow bruce willis man just put wow. your mask on bro hey listen man you, you die hard <laughs> you die, you die hard for sean thompson thank you so much for joining the show today thank you to david uh from k frog for joining the show um it was amazing continue to uh to to check us out on youtube and subscribe um can and turn I, on your notifications can I, can I yeah. real quick read a text from david yeah uh, he said, well, thanks for the invite, and please tell Joe I said thanks as well. Y'all have great chemistry. Radio should be an option. Radio, let's go. Let's get us let's a show. Go. All okay. we need is a slot on K-Frog, bro. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, do this, okay. let's do it. Vershawn, tell the people where they can follow and support anything you got coming hey, up. Hey, come on, follow me at um, Mr. Vershawn, M-R-V-E-R-S-H-A-W-N. Also, I got my um, ball of beard oil right oh, here. Oh, come on for, with the beard. I got to cop oh, my beard oil, too. All, we got the beard all the ballers oil. out there, that, that's me right there. Drop yeah. my beard oil um, yeah. this September. You know, so if you want to look like a baller, you come holler at me. Ball of yeah. beard oil. If account. you want the James Harden like he got, you got to grab the ball you of want beard the James Harden. Oil. I haven't got mine yet. Please forgive me. I will cop it. Vershawn, Joe, Joe, Joe still doesn't care about Avery Bradley's kid either. I know he doesn't. I know he doesn't. <laughs> yes, oh, I my do. God. He does yes, not I care do. about Avery I guess Bradley. I do. He doesn't care. Yes, I do. You just like, yeah, whatever. He got like a family or whatever. I, yeah, I don't know. Is there some sort of thing like Avery. his kid might die or something like that? I don't know. But. I got a lot of respect for Avery. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Whatever you uh, say, man. <laughs> JT got an album, uh, got a, a record coming out this weekend. Oh, I got a single coming out Friday. How about you? I just put out the post yesterday. It'll be on all streaming platforms. Super excited. We're going to get it moving with this. And we got three follow-ups that are really strong written by writers that are much, much bigger than me. So I'm stoked about that. And uh, JT Harker on everything. Also JT Harker Sports. I repost everything from backstage on JT Harker Sports and also get into the sports cards game. Um, also, MJ would average 40 in today's NBA. No way. He's insane. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching. This has been another episode of the Backstage Sports Podcast. Till next time, be safe and be great. Peace. Sports.